All right, guys, like and subscribe because we got the Hot Wings Challenge coming up. But before we get there, Jason, I'm under contract on a house, but I want to change jobs. Is that going to affect anything? So that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender teach real estate best practices by talking through mistakes we've seen and made. If you're looking to buy a home, if you're even thinking about it, don't go and switch jobs right away or talk to your agent and lender right yeah. away and say, hey, look, here's where I'm at now. I'm looking at this, is this going to affect me? And then he can be like, well, no, because you're doing this. And, or can you just get your employer to sign that they will guarantee you at least 40 hours? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I am Tyler Kazare, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric West, Utah Real Estate Agent. In this episode, we're talking about income and qualifying for a mortgage. We're gonna talk about salary, hourly, variable, commission, bonuses, piece rate, seasonal work. Did I miss anything? Are there other? There's, yeah. There's, there's lots of ways to get paid. We wanna start with a story from Eric. <sighs> So many stories. Indeed. Okay, so here's another awesome true story. Uh, under contract to buy a home, mm -hmm. okay? Everything's going smooth, everything's going great, okay? It's a it's beautiful home, okay? On the, con on the phone, having a conversation with her and she's telling me she's gonna, she's gonna be getting a new position. Great. We're talk, chatting about it. She's gonna make more money. Everything's going fantastic. We end the conversation. I hang up, I'm sitting there on the couch for a minute going, wait a minute. So I call her right back and go, did you say you're getting a new position in your current job or are you switching jobs and everything? Right in the middle of our Right in the, I was like, cause you know we, we close in three weeks. Like that's happening. And she was like, oh no, I'm switching jobs. I've been interviewing. They approached me. Okay, so I didn't go out and find this and I'm gonna be making more money and everything's gonna be good. So I'm thinking about taking, I'll have a solid offer here. And and she was like, so yeah. And I was like, and when she said, well, is that gonna be a problem? And, and I'm sitting at home going, do you want to continue to live with your sister now? Because you're not going to have a home. Yeah. If, if this follows through. Yeah, do you and, like where you're living right now? Yeah, you're and so keep living there. we had a conversation no. a little bit and it turned into incomes and the different types. And once we explained what we're gonna continue to talk in the rest of this film is, the lender needs to know security. And by switching, you're now opening up to a whole new realm of stuff. Unknowns. Of unknowns and it's not worth, wait, wait one month, tell the employer, just wait. So yeah, it was an interesting, and call your lender. Like yeah. Your lender needs be to open. know. Yeah, it's. Don't go make yeah, this decision. She, it was, I think she stressed out about that one. To me. But yeah, I've had a few of those and it happens more often. I know it happens to Jason, but we get it too. But don't do it in the middle of buying a home like well, you're literally in the process. Let's talk about what the lender sees and what the lender looks for because understanding the yeah. different point of view can yeah. really, really help. Well, because they were a little confused. Like, hey, I'm making. Yeah, makes sense. I'm going to be making more and yeah. it's going to be a better job. So the lender should be happy, right? Exactly. Do a little dance. Yeah. Yeah. So are you happy? 
when they call you and say I'm switching jobs in the middle of a deal? Yeah, no, it, it brings <laughs> it brings consternation. Here's how a lender looks at a fire. We're looking at risk management. Mm-hmm. Like what can go wrong? So, and what can we verify? So in the real world, so like this is the real world. You have ethics and right and wrong and stuff like that. And that's good. But I live in the magical world of mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a job, you're getting another job that pays more. That's really happening. You, you can count on it, right? You're going to get paid. But how do you verify that? And that's the key. Right. Can you, can you get your... Put it in paper. Yeah. So I can... Well, not on a file anymore, but it used to be so I could put it in a like manila folder and pass it on. So then I can say, oh, look. So there's a way. Like you say, hey, I'm getting a job. Great. Non-contingent contract or offer letter, right? Mm-hmm. The company says, hey, Eric, we want to hire you. We love you. We're going to pay you this much at this rate. You're going to start on this day. It Eric, is happening. Eric signs it. Company signs it. Company signs it. Yeah. This is a contract. This is a legally binding contract. What happens if the company says, never mind? They would have been employee can sue for performance, right? Yeah. For damages. Mm-hmm. This is a contract. A lot of times... Uh, employers don't like to do this because they have policies like are you going to pass the drug test are you going to pass the certification you need are you going to something right so in order for it to work people can get a loan without a job that they're working at Mm -hmm. with a contract like this this is when you're starting and there's a few things that need to go into it right so that can happen if not when do you get your first paycheck? How long do you have to be at your job? And what type of pay are you getting classified yeah, as? Yeah, what if you go from salary to now hourly? Uh, that's like this, like the can of worms, like, and there's like a little twist stop, and this is all arms are crawling out. Um, <laughs> so, so salary, hourly, well, it depends. Are you going to work 40 hours a week? Are you going to work 50 hours a week? How are you going to work 36? If you work 36 right now on a 40-hour job, you've demonstrated that your pay is now variable, that you don't have to work 40 hours. So when we're documenting what you will work, we now know that you won't will work anything, that you'll work whatever you want to work, which is a lot like self-employment. Yeah, and it, it may not even be your choice. It may say the the... Your employer says, hey, we are, we're out of work yep. for this week. Go home. Sweet, I'll go home two yeah. hours early. Well, that just now, you now are showing the lender because I Variable think when pay. you explained this to me for this client, when I called and asked, you said, look at it from, I don't know this client and I'm loaning them half a million dollars for a home. I need to know that they're going to continue to have a job and that they're going to continue to be able to make that payment forever. Right, moving forward. Right. So if they, they show up their first week and they work 40 hours and the second week they work 36, is the next week going to be 28? What, what's going to happen here? What, what is the range? Right. Yeah. right. And that's why you're asking for multiple pay stubs, especially if you're on an hourly job because you're trying to figure out, okay, what is really a reliable income? Yeah. And so even if I get even if I get two pay stubs in the 40 hours each, I'm going to take their year-to-date pay and average that out and say, hey, are they working 40 hours a week? Does this add up? Mm-hmm. So there's other jobs, like if you work in the construction industry, a lot of construction companies shut down uh, after Christmas yeah. for a little while. Yeah. And so we're going to average that out. Like, um, So if they've done it for a while, we can say, this will continue great. But if they just start and when it gets slow, they let the new guys go home, that's a problem. Or mechanics. Mm-hmm. How fast are you? Like you get paid how many hours to replace a what? 
you know, two hours to replace an alternator or whatever. But what if you do it in an hour? So you get paid twice as much as the average guy. Or mm-hmm. what if you do it? What if you do it in four hours? Right. You're twice <laughs> as slow as the average guy. Yeah. You know, and, but so these all take into a big account of if you're looking to buy a home, if you're even thinking about it, don't go and switch jobs right away or talk to your agent and lender right yeah. away and say, hey, look, here's where I'm at now. I'm looking at this, is this going to affect me? And then he can be like, well, no, because you're doing this. And, or can you just get your employer to sign that they will guarantee you at least 40 hours that yeah. you, you will work those? Well, and here's the other thing, because one, <laughs> one of my favorite stories is I was getting paychecks from a guy. Uh, I was getting deposits to match it. And we called the employer, which we'll do on every single loan to verify. And the person who answered the phone was like, I don't think he works here. <laughs> and so we dug no in a little bit. Yeah, this was awesome. Wow. Anyway, turns out he started his own company about six months ago. He was working for his friend formerly. And then he found out after talking to about three lenders that he couldn't get a loan, but he really wanted a home. So he went back to his buddy and said, look, I'll pay you money to pay me, but I need a paycheck. <laughs> Let's commit mortgage fraud together. That was a good idea. Which is, in fact, what it was. So I gave the guy a call and said, let me talk to you about misrepresentation. Yeah. And what this is. Mm. And it constitutes mortgage fraud. And I said, this is what is happening in this file. Do you want me to proceed? He was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, this is this is what they call a felony. <laughs> 30 years in prison, up to 30 years in prison, million dollar fine. The, the the thing that I don't want to scare everybody here, like all of a sudden I can't go get a job or I can't upgrade my job or I can't change my job because I'm in a bad position. Just this is where we're trying to get the point across of you need to have a little bit of planning. You need yes. to understand that you're spending, you're not going out and buying a pair of shoes. You're spending <clears throat> half a million dollars, more, less. I mean, mm-hmm. the average price here in Utah is 430,000. My average loan amount lately is 375. Yeah. So that's so, not a purchase price. That's with down payment. Yeah, yeah, so you look at that of, that's a lot of money. So put some thought into, okay, I'd like to buy this. How do I want to do this? Who do I need to be on the loan? Maybe I go get somebody else to be on the loan with me. How am I going to structure this? Or say you are, you need those two years of pay stubs or two years of tax returns to, to do that. And you're like, well, I want to buy a house now. I need another 18 months before I can buy a house. I don't want to do that. I'm just going to rent for another 18 months. That's where you talk to us and we can go, there's other ways to buy a house legally and correctly <laughs> yeah. uh, without these, getting that. And yeah. you can structure stuff that still doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. There's different ways to do those things to find those homes. We just need to know that that's what you're actually needing. Right, we have the same goal as you. Mm-hmm. You probably want your home a little more than we want you to get a home, but we mm-hmm. all want you to get a home badly. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about those actually, like the easiest one to, to justify is salary. Salary. Right? Because you're it's pretty much money, this is when it's coming, doesn't matter how much you work. Yeah, it's just, lap. it's coming. and and. Mm-hmm. The, what about salary? The lender loves that. What about salary plus bonuses? Well, then, salary so plus we've commission. got that variable, right? Yeah. So, so just because your salary, well, the salary. Make sure that there's salary count. and other things to count the bonuses, yeah. to count the commission. The but whatever. if you're trying to buy a higher 
dollar home, like maybe you qualify just on your salary for a $400,000 home, mm -hmm. right? But if you wanna include your bonuses in there, yeah, you might qualify for a $500,000 home, but there's gonna be more restrictions on, on well, you have to prove the documentation. It more, yeah. yeah, you have to prove it, you have to verify. Show us that you've been getting it. And even like, so here's a crazy thing. So if you are working uh, salary plus commission, and then you get another job, salary plus commission, great, mm -hmm. that works. We just go back and show, you know, this is what you were getting in your commission and this is what you are getting in your commission. You have a history of earning it. Mm -hmm. Perfect. There you go. So the next one in line and probably the most common is hourly pay. Hourly. Right? We yeah. see a lot of hourly pay um, people. We help a lot of hourly pay people, which is awesome. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to prove more with hourly pay. Yeah, because we, it may be variable. So we're going to start looking out. Right. You know, your pay stubs match. Does your year to date. Yeah. You equal out. So let's say, you know, best possible scenario, you've got somebody who works, who clocks 40 hours a week and they can, that. they can prove that 40, they're, 40, they're, 40, they're 40, just 40. doing 40 hours a week, the occasional 41 hours and then 40 hours a week and then 41, whatever they, they're solid, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to, mm -hmm. they're more reliable because there's less variance. There's less volatility in their uh, income. It's going to be easier to document and verify. What? Okay. When you start getting down into commission, what happens when you get to commission? Well, so commission, bonuses, piece rate, seasonal. It's, it's all variable. Yeah. It, this, yeah. It, not quite variable because variable is hourly that changes. Right. And these are other types of income. So right. the easy short answer is you need two years, right? I want to see this happening for two years. Like if you have two jobs, you have to have two jobs congruently without a 30 day break for two years. And the okay. reason is because it sucks. And if you're doing this, my hat's off yeah. to you. Because like, can you maintain it? Yeah, will you? Like, yeah, we just closed a loan on a guy who has he's has two jobs. He's gonna have for for about two weeks, and he's like, count my income. I want to get a bigger house. And I was like, well, prove to me that you're gonna do this. How long are you gonna do it? And it's been, I'm quitting as soon as I get <laughs> as soon as I get the loan. And I was like, that's exactly why I can't count it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So, but that's good advice for people to know about because if you're in a position where you're making a commission and you know maybe it's a great commission, you might be able to afford a house, but if you've only been working at that job for a year, yeah, you're gonna need more time it. on job to prove and verify that you, in fact, are making this income mm -hmm. and reliably making this income because they're not just looking at the last six months, they're looking at the next 30 years because that's how long they're making well, the loan for. And didn't some of these laws change back in 08 when the bubble happened because yeah. they were doing- Yeah, no income, no asset. Yeah, they were mm -hmm. all, this is how much I make. Yeah, sign a paper, I'll believe you. signed you. it, done, and so that's where why we're not really at where we're at back then because there's been a lot of these rules put into place to help make sure that they can actually afford this. They're going to continue to afford this. So as much mm -hmm. as you guys might not like and get mad at him for saying, I need two years, it, it it's honestly to keep us out of another financial situation. Right, right. And they actually got a little bit stricter with COVID. So yeah. when mm -hmm. people, a lot of people who were like flat out full-time 40 hours a week, their company said, we don't need you that much. And all of a sudden they went variable pay. So mm. it's, it's a little more um, in-depth look at income right now. So does self-employed change even more or is that just falling in the variable like commission right? stuff? Yeah, Do actually self-employed, I, I kind of like because so, <laughs> I feel bad for people who own a lot of properties <laughs> or companies 
But if I get the tax returns, I can I like I I know exactly I count this I count this I count this mm-hmm. I add this back and I add back this in minus that out, that's it. I don't need an employer to verify it. I don't need I don't need anything. I get the tax returns. You some the guys employer. creating false tax returns and paying tens of thousands of dollars in taxes for a fake company he doesn't really make money at, and he's got money in the bank. I don't know. That's what you have to do to yeah. lie on this. It'd, it'd be insane. And I get transcripts from the IRS. Mm-hmm. So. It's but that's it's, yeah. it's there. It's done. I don't need to call Susie and HR and have Find her out. say I don't want to work on Tuesday. But on the <laughs> side of the the um, self employed people, I've had a lot where when you're self employed, you're the one that's controlling your pay <laughs> and what is the company buying and what kind of write offs the company is having and what yeah. kind of uh, so what you run into. What I've ran into is a lot of times where an employer is really not making that much on paper and then they go to go buy a house and they have the ability to make that much and then all of a sudden they start paying themselves a lot but then that doesn't show steadiness and so then the lender can't go well you made this and all of a sudden you did this right or employed by family gonna do this (laughs) if that's the habit so once again you have to plan ahead plan for a couple years and build your show a history show a history of that you're you're climbing and then they can extrapolate that's a big word. That is that's a big word. I was enjoying your dance moves. I wanted you to keep doing. I was looking for the robot. Um, One one more type of income that I want to talk about, and that's fixed income. Um, I have uh, a client that is retired, and they have Social Security income. Um, They have a lot more assets, Mm -hmm. um, which which come to play into it uh, in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, But what is the difference for somebody who is on a fixed income? I actually like that as well. Because give me the awards letter, right? Give me the thing from the Social Security that says this is how much you're going to get for 2021. Get me the pension awards letter says, hey, this is the monthly benefit. It's going to continue to end of life. So we, need to, we really just need to prove that it's going to continue for the next three years. Sorry, like I start talking fast because I get excited about this. That's why you're a good lender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so just prove that it's going to continue. A lot of people, especially retired people, they say, I don't have a job. I can't get a home. It's like, oh. Oh, but you can. Let's sign the next 30 years of your life away. <laughs> Let's get that. Um, do they need to show a lot more assets in bank. Like, do they need to be able to bring a down payment or to extrapolate or to, I use that word extrapolate. Oh, I'm trying to be fancy wrong. like me now. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm not starve. as fancy as you are. I, I can't do the dance moves. Um, but do they need to show like, hey, I've got a portfolio that's got, you know, $900,000. Depends on the loan, I would assume. Man, we're like we're like jumping all kinds of different rabbit holes down. We're, we're dumping that can of worms out yeah, now, just dump, yeah. right? Dump. Well, okay, so, so you can use well, assets as income. I this think is an interesting at thing. this point though, Call, Call talk him. to him. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of information that we can cover in this yeah, video. And we can to continue down. to cover because we've had these conversations prior and a lot of them. And there are so many different variables. But the biggest thing is plan ahead. Don't quit your job in the middle of while you're <laughs> under yeah. contract. Talk to your lender. Talk to, to your lender something. before you do anything. Be open because they will find out. Yeah. Oh, that okay? is a guarantee. Because they, they also out. continue to pull your credit and you will get mm-hmm. pulled at the end and within you're gonna three days of closing yeah. we'll call and say oh hey. you now work for somebody else and this pays different you don't get the home yeah. and you just lost all your earnest money you put down so one thing yeah. that's really interesting when you get to closing and you're signing the loan application the 
Fanny 1003 or the Freddie 65, which is the same form, you're actually certifying that this information is true and correct to the best of your knowledge. So if you're saying, I work at McDonald's, then you're saying that that's what your intent is. If you're quitting the day after because you got the house, that that is a fraudulent statement. Now, like if if you close on the home and you sign a McDonald's says, by the way, bud, you're gone. Like that's not fraud. That that happened like to the best of your knowledge, it was true and accurate. And that that's why you're signing the loan application at closing. Mm-hmm. And then you sweat a lot more when your first payment comes due because now you're not working. <laughs> you better go to Wendy's. <laughs> and that's not happy. Yeah. yeah, you better go to Wendy's. <laughs> so what did we learn today, guys? Well, I learned that you need to verify the income that's coming in. You need to be able to provide history to the lender so that he can see it or she can see it and provide you a loan. Remember that the lender wants you to get a loan. So be honest and open. Tell everything that's going on because if there's a way they can make it work, they'll help you make it work. Have a plan of attack and stick to that plan. And don't change jobs in the middle of buying a home. Don't do it. I don't need another story. (laughs) You know what I smell? You know what Tyler smells? Hot wings. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at theutahrealestateshow at gmail.com. You can watch this show on YouTube and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you learned something or if you really love this show, give us a like on YouTube and drop a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. The NMLS number for Security Home Mortgage is 178787. The NMLS number for Jason Christiansen is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. Talk to you next week. <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. Tonight, we're talking about... Dang it, I said tonight. Why did you guys let me do that? Good evening. Because it's because like you just he conditions me with good evening every single time. I'm like a Pavlovian you, dog. I, 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 good every, evening. Yeah. And tonight, we're going to... Money. Dang it, I... And... <laughs> Doesn't matter. We're just gonna keep going from there. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, it brings it brings consternation. Okay. So here's here's the way. What that word means. <laughs> it's it's when you need a motivator. That's why I get the stories. <laughs> Don't hit stop. Don't hit stop. We're already lined up. You know what I smell? You smell it. Hot wings. Success. <laughs> Success. Teen <laughs> that was almost, we could have almost used that. Okay, Biden. <laughs> we would love to watch you watch us. We want you to watch us. I want you to watch me. I need.